language in this show may be too harsh for young listeners. In other words, we still struggling with our cussing. Music Lyricology, where music reaches the mind and lyrics touch the soul. I am one of your co-hosts, Sheldon Moss, along with the great debater, Michael Nelson, and the professor, Maurice Moss. What's happening with it, fellas? <laughs> What's up, Sheldon? What's up? That's, that's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> you know, we had to, you, you know, I just want y'all to be excited about being here. We, we had to have I, an etiquette conversation about saying what's up. Well, you know, hey, hey, man, that's what we here to get better. And give some people a little entertainment. Absolutely. You know, so what's been happening with it, man? What y'all been vibing on lately? Um, so I'm gonna join the chorus and say <laughs> uh Jay-Z 444. You and the whole world, right? Yeah. I I, I you know, I, I can't be mad at him on it. It's it's just it, it's a phenomenal album. And it's one of the few hip-hop albums that I've listened to in like the last couple of years where I'm like constant repeat like you know sometimes you listen to something and you catch it two or three days later but I'm like I like heard it the first time listen to it again listen to it again still gotta digest stuff on that and um uh kill Jay-Z that's that's the song that's kind of resonating with me because it just to me it just speaks to uh I don't know, it kind of just like speaks to black men because you know, you got to constantly deal with yourself and you have to constantly uh, know when and where your ego is appropriate, mm-hmm. but you got to maintain your ego. Correct. You know, you still have to be who you oh. are, but you got to ne- learn the parts that you don't need anymore and the parts you got to throw away for good, the parts you got to keep in your back pocket. I mean, you know, so uh, yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, I could go track by track, but that's the one that I'm really, that I'm really feeling right now, and that's kind of what I'm listening to. Right on. Yeah, we had a little computer. You heard that? <laughs> <laughs> if they're listening to a podcast, they're a little tech they savvy, so they know something. The um, <clears throat> I, I came front. Four 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 has been. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I've been I've been playing that a lot too. Um, for all the reasons you said, you right. know, I just, um, it's like, uh, when hip hop grows up, you know, yeah. and, uh, I said, uh, recently I said that, uh, 444 might be, uh, I've listened to 444 more in the last, when I first heard it, I heard it for, I listened to it two days straight. And I promise I hadn't listened to Jay Z discography in two years mm. as much as I had mm-hmm. listened to that. And everybody's, you know, like, oh, this by this is nowhere near his best album and all of that. It's 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 a, it's a matter of opinion. I said that there are no club bangers. That's not. I don't think that's what he was going for. Uh, to me, there are no club bangers. I mean, there's just. I mean, it's just it it it's it's it yeah. to me it harkens back to hip hop. Like, uh, you know, uh, vibe hip hop, like uh, stuff that you could just ride to, stuff that you could just listen to, stuff that you could just uh, kind of open your mind to, uh, you know, uh, 
I, I think Jigga did it with this one. You I know, agree. For me, I agree one hundred percent. He did it for me. You know, I don't. I'm not gonna have an argument about how he used to be, and you know, and that's 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 the general conversation online, you know. And that's that, that's the wrong oh, argument he, because he the whole be, point. But is he used to do this. He and I'm like, yeah, he used to evolve. You you and, be you're and, not the same person you used to be. And you know, I I told a friend of mine online. I said the one thing that I am sure of, the one thing that I know, is that old fools used to be young fools, who found fault in all the advice they were ever given right so you know just because you used to do it you know somebody telling you something i used to do this i used to do that well or you know or rather telling you this is the way this is where you should be going now you know like one of the things he said in the the one of the songs that caught my attention uh, the initial listening was he's like you niggas still signing deals you know when you know right you right. know that these record companies still There's so from much you. out there about yeah. and there's it's so easy to be an independent artist. You know? Although I mean I've I've heard conversations, I've heard justification as to why people sign. Mm-hmm. I mean, and a lot of them make sense. But I mean, on a hip hop level, you I mean you're not gonna get any radio airplay. I mean, what do you you know you, you go don't... get on the internet, do your research, <laughs> upload your stuff and do a chance to rapper. Chance and, to rapper. Yeah. You I mean, know. we were just talking about you were just talking about that earlier about David Banner. Yeah, yeah. David exactly. Banner is, exactly. is a, is a prime I need to, what do you say? Two million box. people, two million people, two give million a dollar. People give a dollar. I mean, there are a lot of examples. I mean, Sheldon, you know, one. I know one of your favorite bands is Mint Condition. Correct. They haven't been on a major label in how long? Oh, and they're right. still doing right. videos. Right. They're still releasing albums. Stokely just did his own. He's still, uh, you know. Uh, you know, there's a budget for that if you know how to budget and put yourself out there and, and do the work. But and you, you know, know, De La Soul has been in the game for thirty years, and they another just did example. a crowdfunded record. You know, and 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 um, in fact, I believe it's their first number one album. Mm. De La Soul in the game thirty years. Wow. They crowdfunded <laughs> a record, and it's their first wow number one album. Wow. Come on, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the platform is there, and and you know Jay Z selling you game for nine ninety nine, right? We could so. do we could do a show on each one of those songs. Probably we could we could like yeah. we could like deconstruct each one of those songs, and be like, okay, this is the this is the lens through which I saw that, and this is what that meant to me, and whatever. But to say, you know, like I see pic- people posting pictures of Jay Z with fat gold chains on. And a can go ahead and say, oh, he used to be like that. I mean, you're kind of, you're, you're missing the whole point. Yeah, he did. And and he evolved. And he, just like you said, he's trying to impart some knowledge to you. So why don't you just kind of like pull up a chair and, you know, see what he got to say. Even if you don't, you know, heed it all, listen to what, it, you know. Because, hey, look at the real deal. This is what I, I, I saw. Uh, I saw 50 Cent talk about Jay-Z. He said that 444 was golf course music. Okay. So the first thing that popped into my head is Jay-Z is worth half a billion. 50 Cent just uh, filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> right. So right. who I'm going to listen right, to? Right, I'm, right, I'm on the golf course listening to music because now I am I, – I, that's the direction. And how many rappers – how many rappers who are hot stay hot? Right. Okay, and how many and and how many rappers do you know that that were like 
you know, I got this and I got that and I'm doing this and I got this kind of money, so on and so forth. But where, where are where your are investments? Where, 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 how, how long can you live between albums without those sales because you've invested that money? Especially in the today's landscape because albums don't sell. It's not even about albums. So you're right. So in today's landscape. Well, that's only a pon- and you component gonna, of it. And you're going to be hot for a minute. So you'll get some concert f- money. But as soon as the next hot stuff come out, you ain't around no more. Back burner. You, right. Yeah. So, all right. So anyway, Sheldon, what you been listening to? Because <laughs> yeah, we could go on and, and on. And on, and on. I know, right? Because this show wasn't about four, four, four. It almost turned into that. Well, you know, I'm not going to even speak on four, four, four because you all have told it all that everything that I was thinking and everyone else is thinking. But I will say this: my wife listens to four, four, four as she as she, <laughs> as she uh, gets on her treadmill. I'm not and mad. She at has him. never really even listen to Jay-Z, but she has become a fan. You know? I mean, it's just, you know. When hip-hop grows up. You when know, hip-hop so. Grows up, yeah. But, yeah, man, all I've been doing was, uh, all I have been doing was, uh, I caught a couple of documentaries on music, Amy Winehouse and uh, Nina Simone. Both of those are excellent. And, you know, Amy Winehouse, it just blew me away. That was a sad one. It was very sad. That was sad. You know, and and she wrote about everything that she was going through and had gone through, through her music. Didn't she write a song called Fuck Me Pumps? And it was a good song. It was it was banging, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah she man. did. She did. I mean, you know, she she put it out there when you know when she said in the song about if my dad says I, I'm I'm good, I'm good. If he says and, I need and, to go, I need to go. And recognized hip hop, sought out uh, mm-hmm. Salam Remy, who's uh, Nas's producer, yeah. and they yeah. were good friends. Yep. And Nas was down with her. I mean, even nah. most Def was real good friends with yeah. her, man. Yeah. Amy was. Amy was. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, and that's you know. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna talk about something kind of closely related to that when we talk about you know Correct. weed culture and music mm-hmm. and talk about you know drugs in general. But I mean that was a. But whatever happened to Nina Simone? Oh man. Every that should be everybody's homework, black, <laughs> white, whatever. Yeah. I mean because that was a phenomenal document. I'm not gonna. I'm yeah, gonna I, I, I you know I just tell anybody that's listening go check them out. And, they and, are worth it. But the 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 whatever happened to Nina Simone, for me, I saw that after the controversy about the uh, actress doing the uh, exactly. role in the actual in the movie. And I can't it think just of name, it yeah. just it just it just puts emphasis on that she was a dark woman with broad features. That was a part of her story. Mm-hmm. So for you not to have an actress with that same experience. Is just or even recognize it in the actress that you choose, right? It, it just so you know that that would there yeah. that 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 was a phenomenal documentary. Whatever happened to oh, Nina yeah. Simone? You know, if Mary J. Blige was a uh, actress, yeah, okay. yeah, no, <laughs> don't talk about Mary. <laughs> That's why I say <laughs> don't start that conversation. Do not talk about Mary J. Blige. And you know, you know podcast. when you know. I'm gonna go real quick though. Uh, when I was watching the Nina Simone story, you know. People don't realize, man, a lot of artists, music artists, they have mental illnesses. Yeah. And, and it's real. And, and it's real. Well, yeah. I mean, and that was, I mean, and in particular, 
it's real in the black community and people just say, oh, just my, push it to the you side. know, that's our crazy cousin mm-hmm. or that's somebody, you know, they're not. I mean, and, you know, they have actual, you know, chemical imbalances exactly. in your brain. That is the equivalent of diabetes or high blood pressure or whatever. And you need treatment, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Everything true. is hereditary. But speaking of Nina Simone, I'm going to shout out my Aunt Judy because, uh, she taught me about Mississippi, goddamn. <laughs> I just needed to well, do that right there. there. <laughs> but Nina, hey. Nina Simone's catalog, just her whole, just you just need to pick up a Nina Simone album, and anybody that you, any young person that you know, just let them listen to it, and just ask questions about it because she's just. Because I mean, she she did she did covers of Bob Dylan and Bee Gees songs. I mean, she was just. <laughs> yeah. She was just, I mean, a phenomenal talent. She was. Very, she was that. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, you know, hey, we here. We about to do this second episode, uh, Mike. It's about the movie soundtracks. It's about man. movie soundtracks. I'm gonna tell you. Um, uh, last year, uh, on the uh, OWN Network, uh, a, a show came out called uh, Queen Sugar. Uh, the uh, director was uh uh or uh, who came up with the show was Ava DuVernay or she just uh she she t- she adapted it from a book okay and uh the uh uh the show is phenomenal it's about a uh, if you haven't seen it yet it's about a, a family that uh is a, a black farming family and all the things that go along with black families on the farm and yeah, uh, it's about the struggle with each other. It's about the struggle in the community. It's about the struggle in in in, in uh, the farming community in general. And when I first saw the show, the first thing that struck me was the theme song, because I I I instantly recognized the voice. It was Michelle Indegayo Cello. I instantly recognized it, and I want to say that I'll say that of maybe the ten or twelve artists that I keep in my collection, Michelle might be one of the 10 or 12 that I I own her entire catalog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if I don't own something by Michelle, it's because I didn't know it was out. I, I don't know what's out there. Incidentally, she has a whole tribute album for to Nina Simone. To Nina Simone, she sure And it's very that. good. Very, very good. Yeah. I own that too. But... uh uh, Michelle is like the quintessential uh, musician, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and it's not she's not a she's not a blues musician. She's not a soul musician. She's not a hip hop. She's not a she is all of those things. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've heard anything she's ever attempted not be super soulful and just uh, of of the highest quality Agreed. where music is concerned. Yep. And uh, so anyway, I digress talking about Michelle. But what happened was I was listening uh, 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 that first episode. Every song caught my attention. I was like, yo, what is the deal with this Queen Sugar? This music is like as good as the show, right? Right, right. So I'm like freaking out. I'm like, what is going on here? So um, Second show, same thing. Third show, same thing. And I'm just sitting there going, Jesus, this is a good show. So 
uh, I guess the after maybe the second or third show, I actually started watching the credits. Mm-hmm. Then I recognized that the musical director on the show was Michelle and De mm-hmm. Ocello. So now I'm like, now I understand. <laughs> you all in. Yeah, now I understand why there's such a broad mm-hmm. base of music and why it fits, and it's right. just just it's just a beautiful landscape. Right. Got me to start thinking about music placement, started thinking about movies, and I started thinking about soundtracks. Yeah. I was like, so what is it about, you know, for me, you know, uh, the 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 good part of movies or the great part of movies are the soundtracks, mm-hmm. right? And I, and I don't mean the film scores like the soundscapes, so I'm not talking about that. That's beautiful, too, because, you know, like uh, Star Wars, you know, they, they're not playing Star Wars music on regular radio you know right i'm not talking about film scores now of course you know you can catch that music anywhere you can go to any probably every uh city symphony has played the music of star Tra- star wars mm-hmm. at some point or star yep. whatever so you can always catch that stuff i'm talking about music placement i'm talking about the music and that that uh musical directors producers go in and say this song fits this movie for whatever reasons right. and some of the times the songs make the movie sometimes they don't you know just based on what we see in the soundtracks so since i was thinking about it i said look here all right <laughs> we can talk about this on the podcast all mm-hmm. right this would be something interesting so i gave out some homework i right. called both of you and i said look Write down the top ten, your top ten, not the not what you think is the best in the world or whatever. But since we always talk about music, write down your top ten movie soundtracks. Movie soundtracks. Now we did it independently, and we sent them in. So all I want you to do right now is uh, spit out your top ten. So we will start with you, Sheldon. What were your top ten? Uh, not in any particular order, but uh, my top ten was School Days, Shaft, the original Shaft, uh, Love Jones, Purple Rain, Saturday Night Fever, Claudine, Superfly, Under the Cherry Moon, Mo Better Blues, and Dead Presidents. Maurice, what were your top ten? Okay, uh, uh, no, no particular order. Under the Cherry Moon, Purple Rain, Footloose, Love Jones, Waiting to Exhale, Get On Up, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Little Shop of Horrors, School Days, and Chirac. Okay. So then my top ten were, uh, you know, particular order again, School Days, Love Jones, House Party, Purple Rain, Under the Cherry Moon, Do the Right Thing, The Five Heartbeats, Mobetta Blues, Car Wash, and New Jack City. All right. So, so <laughs> since we got to come down to a top 10 of psycho music lyricology soundtrack list. Okay. All right, we're going to come we're going we we're going to come to a top 10. We going we going to figure out how to make it a top 10. Okay. So there were only uh four there were only four, one, two, three, four, that we all unanimously chose. Okay. All right. Those four were Purple Rain, Under the Cherry Moon, School Days, Love Jones. All right. And then two of us chose Mo Better Blues. Me and Sheldon got Mo Better Blues. Yeah. What's ironic about that, man, is 
that just tells you sometimes we're on the same vibe because we had no idea we were picking these four soundtracks. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, we but you know those I, are iconic. Though. Iconic, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they're so just it, it was gonna be hard not to have Purple Rain. In although the I feel bad because I didn't, because Mo Better Blues was really that was a phenomenal soundtrack. Yeah. But I didn't. It doesn't. It well, if it doesn't register, it's yeah. your top yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah, so if it didn't yeah. register for you, then yeah. that's fine. But it made the list because it's two out of three. So okay. it 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 it's not in the top five. It's, I mean, it's in the top five, but it's not. So we have to find. Uh, we have to find the other five to go as part of the Psycho Music Lyricology soundtrack top ten. The other but five. we'll discuss. Hold on. We'll discuss uh, the ones that we chose and uh, kind of go from there. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's almost like no reason to discuss Purple Rain. Absolutely not. And Under the Cherry Moon. <laughs> I mean, you right, know, right, you right, know right. the movie's notwithstanding, because not everybody liked Under the Cherry Moon. I might be, I liked it, but not everybody liked Under the I Cherry Moon. I loved it. Okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we all there on that one. Oh, okay. That's why it's on the list. Well, the music is <laughs> Wait on a minute. the list. It's for, Prince. That, for, was, that was doing for his. For Wrecker Stowe Wrecker alone. Wrecker Stowe alone. <laughs> I was getting ready to say that. <laughs> well, would you go? The Wrecker Stowe. But, you know, and. I I mean you know notwithstanding you know um, Purple Rain and under Purple Rain under the Cherry Moon were during Prince's genius period. Mm-hmm. Notice so, that nobody really said uh, uh, Graffiti Bridge though, which it was the movie was like I don't even know what was happening in there, but exactly. Thieves in the Temple and, and Graffiti mean, Bridge, Bridge was actually probably the most. Well, here's why I think Graffiti Bridge doesn't make it. Why? Why I think it doesn't make it for okay. within the context of favorite soundtracks. Okay. Uh, the movie sucked. It was. <laughs> yes. It was. It was terrible. Badly, badly. And it's hard to watch the movie. Yes. For whatever reasons, it's hard to watch that yes. movie. I don't say Prince sucked very often about anything, but yeah. Graffiti Bridge was not yeah, good. Was and then the soundtrack wasn't all Prince. Or he didn't perform all the songs. Right. And I think, because even the Purple Rain soundtrack is, or the album Purple Rain is just Purple Rain. It's just Prince. Right, 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 right. Under the Cherry Moon is just Prince. Now, there were other songs in Purple Rain. Under the Cherry Moon, the entire soundscape was Prince. Right, right, right. So I think Graffiti Bridge is 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 a little yeah, less. Because it throws you off with the Mavis Staple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I liked the stuff with George Clinton. Oh yeah, I really liked that. Yeah, stuff. that was that song. We can fall. We can fall. That, yeah. yeah. that was jamming. And Thieves in the Temple was dope. Thieves in the Temple was dope. I mean, it was still part of his genius period. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Graffiti yeah. Bridge was still in the genius period, yeah. but that was not a genius record. Yeah. It yeah. it was just not. And yeah. so yeah. I think that that's the reason that you know we can we can make it. Uh, Here's now. Here's the other things that I found interesting. The other things that made the list: uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I have never freaking heard of the movie. I've never heard of that either. Okay, you so so, so wait. It would it would be on Moss's list, right? Right. It would be on his list. Yeah. And so what happened was at, at, a couple of days later, after I got the list, I was like, "What the hell is Scott Pilgrim versus the World?" <laughs> and then my wife is scrolling through the television, and that movie pops up somewhere. It's like Netflix. It's on Netflix yeah. or something. I was like, "Hmm." I, and I sat there for a second. I said, 
I'm not finna to watch this. Because, <laughs> you know, I I was going to tell my wife, I was like, oh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. She looked at me. She said, what's that? I said, never mind. Just, <laughs> I said, I don't know. I said, it just caught my attention. I don't know what it is. Just never mind. So that's that's the reason I left it alone. Now, the other the other couple that showed up on the list that didn't get any votes but one were Chirac, yes. the original Shaft, mm-hmm. Saturday Night Fever, Claudine, Superfly. Those were the only other. Those were the only other movies that got no. So, oh wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Oh, Waiting to Exhale got one vote. Uh, Get on up got one vote. Yeah. That's kind of shocking. Yeah, but I think that's because it's too. Maybe it's too, too new. It's t- and the movie wasn't one of those. It wasn't like I. Now I will not lie. That did not cross my mind. That movie did not cross my mind. So then it got me thinking, uh, all of the other movies that we chose were movies that were uh, almost iconic. Yeah. Is that a good that, word for that it? One wasn't, it wasn't. And that one wasn't. It wasn't. And, and I think that, and then none of those songs were going to appear on urban radio because they were from the 60s and 70s yeah, yeah, yeah. and nobody is going to remake a James Brown. No, nobody with any common sense is going to try to remake a James Brown song. <laughs> and with the, and you're right about redo. all of yeah. that. That I, Everything you said is 100% correct, but those songs helped tell the story of that movie. It was awesome. It's, I, I do not disagree that it and was that's an awesome really, soundtrack. Really, really. And it was like, you know, everybody kind of has this false sense of I know everything about James Brown and James Brown music. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think everybody, you know, you know, you know about a funky drummer and whatever, but you don't necessarily uh, you don't have a, a whole comprehensive understanding of James Brown's catalog. And, and what the average person doesn't, I don't think it's and it's because I think it's because James Brown where he got, uh, I think he was one of those artists that, though he was considered the godfather of funk, he never really got the shine. Uh, I don't, I don't know how to how to explain it. What I mean is, is that yeah, everybody knows James Brown. Yeah. But he wasn't but, a total crossover artist, is what you're saying? No, he was a crossover. Yeah. I think it was because I think he became a character. Or caricature. That's 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 excellent. And maybe that's it because it became it became more about his show. It became more about his his theatrics. So he's not appreciated as an actual artist. He's not appreciated as a musician because he's a caricature. Because everybody, you know, you know, if you got the wig. And you do the little dance, then and, and everybody equates that with, a, with Eddie Murphy and this, you know. That's all, that yeah. that's a James Brown trope. I mean, that's a caricature <laughs> yeah. of yeah. James Brown. Yeah. Whatever you see people doing that, so well, that's you why you know it kind of takes a backseat to yeah. his actual music and what you know what he did as an artist. And you know, and and that was the the phenomenal thing about that movie for me was like the section, like the things about the movie that caught my attention the most, and 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 it was because I went to the movie not caring so much about James Brown the person I, I was more interested in James Brown the musician mm-hmm. and so I wanted some kind of biopic documentary about his music right, right? right, right. so I think that the the writer did a, a pretty decent job of uh, 
weaving in every the, the person of, the, and the music. And about yeah, the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the scenes that were really interesting to me were like uh when he uh uh he the the scene in the uh uh hotel in New Orleans when they were practicing mm-hmm. and he and uh, uh sax player Ma- uh, not Pee Wee the other one. Maceo Park. Maceo. Why the heck can't Maceo had a kind of a you know, a little little uh uh argument because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Maceo mm-hmm. was like, yo, this it, it doesn't fit. And uh uh mm-hmm. and James was like, Does it sound good? And they were like, Yeah, it sounds good, but then he was like, Then it fits, you know. <laughs> and so, you know, I thought all of those things were, were incredibly interesting about mm-hmm, the music. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason that that soundtrack I was on my on, on my way down that rabbit hole, y'all gotta pull me back. But uh, uh, I think the music, I think the soundtrack isn't as iconic because the music isn't like the biopic is too old. I mean, not too old. It's too new. It's too new. It's too late. It's too late. That this movie should have been done twenty years ago when he was alive. Oh yeah, not, yeah. even not even when he was al- just it should have been done a long time ago. It should and, have been. It should have been. Uh, <laughs> it should have come out right after Ray Charles or whatever. Or, or, and, and, or, or, or and even Ray Charles's yeah, movie we, is yeah, too late. Yeah. But yeah, I, I got you with yeah, that. Yeah. So anyway, those were the, the uh, so <clears throat> back to uh, Mister Eclectic. Yeah, yeah. What's up with Scott? What is that? So Scott Pilgrim versus the World is uh, it's based on a comic book or a graphic novel, and uh, it's about this guy who has to defeat all of this, all of his potential girlfriends, former boyfriends, before they can hook up and get together. So that's like the premise of the of the movie, and it's all within a. A, the universe of a game, like an actual video arcade game. And there everybody that's involved or remotely involved with the book with the uh with the with the uh all of the key players, all of the characters and the, the main characters are somehow musicians. So the music pl- weaves in and out of it and for me it resonates it resonates because it's a good movie and it resonates because I like comic books, but it also resonates because I want to be a guitar player and everything, every song in there are just these very simple ABC guitar riffs where you listen to them and you go, I can oh, I can do those two chords and <laughs> turn it into a song. So, and they do that in the movie multiple times. So is it a, so now it's is not it a, a musical. So is it a film score or is it a soundtrack? It's, it's a film score. So, <laughs> well, so they're okay. not actual songs. It's just these riffs that No, no, turn no, you no, on. no. They are real beginning to end songs. Okay. They who, are like real who are the songs. artists? The 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 actual uh 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 characters in the actual actors in the story perform some of the songs. So like Michael Sarah is one of the actors. So he's actually performing the one of the songs cuz he's in this he has a band called Sex Bobomb. And that's the name of the band, Sex Bobomb. Okay. <laughs> so we take wait a minute. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna influence <laughs> I'm not gonna influence anybody with it. But it is, it is anybody who has any kind of uh if you like comic books, and it's funny as hell too, 
And it would be a good movie. It's a it's a good movie. I like. It. All right. <laughs> so, whatever. so and then, <laughs> Miss, okay, Mr. Okay. Eclectic also chose the Little Shop of Horrors. I'm, uh, Tashina Arnold and I, Tisha Campbell. Come on now, I'm they were saying, going in on that I'm movie. They were saying, singing their asses okay, off. Okay, hold on. I'm not saying it wasn't dope. Okay. I'm just saying, you know. But has mm-hmm. everybody seen that? Have you seen that? No. You have not seen Little Shop of Horrors? Nope. Oh, if I did, I do not remember well, seeing it. Well, the only reason I've seen it is because... Because of him? No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, Tisha Campbell and Tashina Arnold were in it. Now, if it had been Taylor Swift and... Uh, but it was not. I'm just that's, saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm and just they saying, were that, going that in would be on the, some old school harm. Plus, the lead singer of... Of the four tops, Levi Stubbs yeah. is the lead on many of those songs, and he goes in and he can sing his ass off too. Okay, here's the thing: I'm not clowning you about Little Shop of Horrors, <laughs> but Little Shop of Horrors kind of has to come off the list. And I'm gonna tell you, and uh, and okay. and the only reason, the only reason so why, see, I'm gonna get like, no li- Little Shop of Horrors is coming off the list because it's a musical, right? Little okay. Shop of Horrors is a musical, okay. so of course it has a soundtrack. It's a it's it's a film score. So so don't 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 be upset because there I were other because there are saying. two others two others that came off the list. I hear what you're saying. And the other one was The Wiz because it's a musical. Okay. And then the other one was Sign of the Times, which is uh, the album that brought me to Prince. So it was hard for me. To take sign of the times off the list. Why? Why is why is Purple Rain not a musical? It's not a musical. Well, it's a story that had music in it. So that's not little Ho- so, little shop of horrors. The whole thing was about the music. Okay. The music was about. To look, I'm I'm t- I'm sorry. They told the story through the music. Okay. So if you take all of the music out of Purple Rain, what will you have? So I got to take Purple Rain out, is what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, I'm just no. I 100% agree with your definition. Okay, I just saying I'm just saying that the way a lot of movies are made, you're right. That that walks that definition walks the line sometimes. You're right. You're right. It does. Now, I, I, Purple Rain needs to be not only on the list but at the top of the list. It it certainly is at but, the top of the list. Because I'm just that's kind of where we are with it. Okay. And it earned an Oscar. Okay, but you know what? I do have a question though because I'm I'm okay with Scott Pilgrim or whatever. I don't even know any of the songs off of Claudine, and I and maybe that's just me knowing songs, but not know they're associated with that movie. Yeah, you, uh, well, you, you know. were gonna have to hit me off with that one too, because I because I did stop and go Claudine. What was on Claudine? <laughs> really? Yeah, and I didn't it's look like, it up because like, I wanted like, you it's to like Curtis's Mayfields in his finest hour in 1974. Oh, okay. oh. So is it? So did he do the entire soundtrack? The entire soundtrack, but Gladys Knight is in the Pips. Did the song? Did you know they were the group? But he did all the music for them for that soundtrack. Okay, all right. I did not know that, and the reason I didn't look it up is because I wanted to have somebody to talk about it. I wanted somebody to tell me what was on there. I thought about that too, because I was going to I was going to Claudine (laughs) after Scott Pilgrim (laughs) because I didn't I didn't know anything else to do. So, um, well, you know, so I think unanimously we can take Scott Pilgrim and the. And the versus the world off. The we list. already talked about it. Why you got to keep? Talking? I'm not. I'm just saying because we got to come up with five more for the off. list. I'm good with that. And that one, that off. one's got to come off. Okay. Well, you know, it, it's real quick, simple, and to the point. I'm, a, I'm just gonna be honest with you. You know, I love me some Diane Curl. Okay. 
you know, if, so, if I, but, I mean, but Diane you know, wasn't singing nothing. No, no, I mean, it was just the movie. I just love Diane Carroll to begin with. Then, you know, we got two iconic uh, uh, actors and actresses, actresses in this movie. I got you. Know, you got James Earl Jones Absolutely. and and uh, Diane Carroll, of course. But it was Curtis's Macefield, one of his finest hours, man. I mean, you got the song, Mr. Welfare Man. I got you. All you right. know, and, and here you. she is. Here she is, Diane Carroll now, playing a role with six kids. Okay, you're going down the rabbit hole. We're talking, <laughs> right, about, we're talking right. about the music. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Yeah, we're going to get to that. But, you know, the song On and On. Yeah. You know, on, yeah. Before uh, Erica Badu oh, did it. On and on. Oh, keep on moving. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. You know, all right. she was talking about sex in the song, but she was just saying, he just do it for me. All because... <laughs> You turned out to be a better you, man. You, I'm a all, you know what? We need a, yeah, I was going to say, we need a camera in there. <laughs> it was like, say, man, you going to kick us out. Yeah, the minute. Was, I was like, oh, oh, okay. Dang. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, you know, so. Okay. So, all right. So, uh, but that's good, though, because I didn't even. But that the, there are some iconic songs on that CD that I didn't even know that they were associated yeah, make with. Make yours that movie. a happy home. Yeah, on and on. You know, the makings of you. That's I mean, that's originally done by Curtis Mayfield. Yeah, that 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 song right there alone. But I don't ever like I don't there's only two people that I heard sing the makings of you that I that I can that I love, that I love to listen to, and that's Curtis and uh, Lauren Hill, but that's that's just me. That's just me. Okay, so to my list (laughs) some of the ones that showed up on my list that didn't show up anywhere else, uh House Party. I don't know what you come to do. That's not house party. That's house party too. <laughs> oh, oh my bad. Correct yeah. me then. Break it down. You got to get out of you, 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 you done. That's a whole different genre. Okay, so of music, what, what, so. What, what, what was on that then? So <laughs> I, I mean, you, you know, here, here's the thing: house party, <laughs> New Jack City. There is no secret that I am uh, 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 a fan, a huge fan of. The New Jack Swing, right? Yeah, that was yeah. just my thing. I just, you know, and actually, when I came to, uh, I can't remember now. Is this song on the this soundtrack? No, the Do the Right Thing soundtrack uh, is on this list too. But uh, House Party, you know, the, the song, uh, uh, the Kid and Play song. I mean, Teddy Riley was his influence was all over mm-hmm. that album. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, full force. You know, you acting like a ho ho ho. I uh, I want to I want to so vote right good. now to add that to the list because so that was an iconic. Yeah. That soundtrack really what told was, uh, the story. Uh, uh, Living just for the city when they did the uh, acapella version in that's, the movie. That's, that's, that's New Jack, Jack City. Yeah. New Jack City. And that's that New way. Jack City. So yeah. anyway, uh, House Party I think ushered in or was part of the ushering of. Uh, or curated uh, a lot of what New Jack Swing was in the '90s, right? So I that's that's the reason it hit my list because good, I am a, a huge a I am a huge fan of New Jack Swing. In fact, when I find New Jack Swing, any kind, anything heavy D, anything Uptown Records, anything on vinyl, I buy it. I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm just all into uh, that whole thing, you know. What, wherever he, wherever Teddy Riley's influence was, uh, Key Sweat, 
Oh, uh, let's go through my head right yeah, there. Yeah. All about uh, all guy. Of you know yeah. how, how I leave out guy, but because uh, what you call it is on the "Do the Right Thing" soundtrack. Uh, the guy song, uh, I like, isn't it? I guess I'm trying to blank. We got to look it up. No but uh, right now, I'm remembering listening to both of those albums continuously when those movies came out. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, so I mean, those I, are both very good. So that is that is the reason that house party now, uh, the five heartbeats is like one of my all time favorite movies. Just it just is. I uh, Robert Townsend. I don't know what did it for me, but when them when them boys get up and start singing, a heart is a house for love, and I learned that's I've the learned. that's the jam, man. I. I pull out my lighter. I don't know. Every every time that song, I don't care where I am. I could be in church. That song came on, I pull out my lighter. That is just a jam. And uh, so that's why that made my list. And then uh, Car Wash, uh, I mean, it's it, it just not more iconic movies. Black movies. So that's like a bunch of, uh, I'm, I, when you because say Car Mayfield Wash. was there. Yeah, Curtis I'm thinking Mayfield. about I'm thinking about Rolls Royce for some reason. They have they, how many songs did they have on that album? They did, did that just one. They did the car wash song. Okay. They did. Uh, oh, what happened to our show notes? <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to have all of that episode but, uh, two, and we still haven't learned the lesson about show notes. About having I, all I, the show notes you know in what? front of us. And uh, matter of fact, I may ha- I do not have car wash, but I did have some show notes. You you got the <laughs> But I did not print out car wash. But yeah, car wash was uh uh What was the song I wanna get close to you that I was in there? I wanna get close to you. And uh, what was it? The Pointer Sisters did a song in that and Oh man. But yeah. part of this is kind of revealing the fact that a lot of this kind of has to do with where you were in your life as to, you know, you know, cause some of these songs I mean the car wash soundtrack it's not going to resonate with me because I'm I'm almost positive that I did not see the movie when it came out. I didn't either. I'm sure but, I saw yeah, it later. I I didn't either. I'm sure I you know because and then and later it was like oh okay that song is there but it didn't the movie didn't become like oh, okay I equate these songs with this movie I you know some of the the songs I knew before the movie before I saw the movie so the the other thing that I wanted to bring out about Car Wash. Uh, that I found really interesting the first time I thought about it was Norman Whitfield, famed Norman Whitfield from Motown Records, uh, wrote and produced almost every song on oh, that album. Okay, on in the soundtrack, mm-hmm. he was that was uh you know that that was a phenomenal feat. Okay, didn't he? Didn't they do an unsung on him? On Norman Whitfield, I don't know. If I'm they thinking. did, I missed it. Cause didn't he break away and do his own uh, record label? Was it Solar Records? I may be mistaken by uh, that's not the person. Yeah, that's what's not. that guy's name? Uh, yeah, Solar Records. Solar. Else. Yeah, Sounds of Los Angeles. Yeah, that was something else. Okay, okay. Yeah, that was somebody else. And yeah, we can talk about record labels some other time too. <laughs> right. Because we can go days for days. Yeah, but that's, actually, that's no, now, oh no, the Car Wash soundtrack was Rolls Royce. Mm. Norman Whitfield did write all the records for that. Okay. So yeah, it 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 was it it was it was him, and that's part of the reason that I chose the 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 Car Wash thing, and you know the songs are jamming too. But and then I think the other only other one on my list. 
well, I already mentioned that one. So New Jack City was the only other one on my list, and that one. Well, that I, I, that was a that was a New Jack swing era. That was a good album. Soundtrack. That was a very good well, album. So, I, for some reason, the only t- song that I'm thinking about now <laughs> is the one that Sheldon was talking about with, with the acapella at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But now I'm thinking about there was a uh, there was a song with the OJ's. That's it. That's that's that song. Oh, okay, okay. Living for the city. And then there was the Christopher Williams song. Don't wake me. <laughs> <laughs> that was good too. I like that. I like that. Uh oh! I want to sex you up. Color me bad. <laughs> don't you don't like that. You know, that sounds like you. You know, that's like a saying, Millie, Millie Vanilli to Michael. That song was jamming. So let's not front. Everybody was kind of rocking that song until that song was jamming until you saw the visuals, and then that was one of those songs where. Uh, Urban radio was more blown away with or urban video. Remember BT and all of that was hot back then. So everybody was more blown away that it was a couple of white boys in the group. So, you know, I was, was like. So you did, were you saying the song didn't really impress you? It didn't move you like that? That was jamming to me. I like that song. Mm-hmm. And Ice-T was on that, man. Ice-T. That song that was, was terrible. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> For that to be, hold on. For that to be now, his okay. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm gonna take New Jack City off the list. I'm gonna tell you why. Uh-huh. For that to be, <laughs> for listening. that to be, uh, era a hip hop era album. The hip hop on that album was terrible. In fact, I think New Jack Hustler was the only rap song on the record. New Jack, New Jack, New Jack, New Jack, New Jack, New Jack Hustler. Hustler. Yeah. I think that was the only rap, except for uh, uh, Latifah doing the uh, rap to. Uh, what did two live crew do? They did the song um, in the dust. <laughs> he said, and like he's in song. the dust. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The hip hop was terrible on that album. I, I have to, yeah. And maybe, maybe my recollection while choosing that record had to do more with the nostalgia of the period, right, and right, the right. and the movie is. Well, the, the R and B songs were good. The R and B songs were really good. Yeah, yeah. And they were kind. Of, they were the New Jack Swing stuff that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So that's. But I'm okay with taking New Jack City <laughs> off the list. So, so, but hey, Sheldon, you didn't vote on House Party. You know what? Actually, House Party didn't even come to my mind but now that you know now that you say that that's a good one, that's a good one. i'm gonna take it all right so we got house party on the list all right so i'm gonna throw out some names throw out some names of some other soundtracks that never got uh that we didn't talk about and so basically here here's what i did here's what i did i narrowed it down to some of the more iconic black movies okay all right. Okay. And what I mean by black movies is movies that featured. <laughs> you know, this people. list doesn't have a lot of uh, Caucasian movies in it. Okay. But, and that's, <laughs> so that's what, what's over there? That was part of the reason that I was. <laughs> but, oh, then we need to go back to one. Speaking of not Caucasian movies, Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever. I like Saturday I must Night admit Fever. that Saturday Night Fever, the Bee Gees, my first cassette, when I got my first Walkman, my first cassette. Was uh, Saturday Night Fever soundtrack? Get out of here! Yeah, 
it, it was the sad. I don't know why my mama bought me Saturday Night Fever. Maybe she wanted to listen to it because I don't ever remember singing any BG songs or anything off that record that made her think that I would want it. Maybe she just passed by and was on sale or something and she picked it up for me. But the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, um, I don't I don't know. I can't remember anything off of that soundtrack other than the Bee Gees. Yeah, I'm trying to pull I mean, it up those, now the, everything see. everything that they though you know, uh Cool in the Gang was on there. Open Sesame. Oh. They was on yeah. that. Um Boogie Shoes, of course, you know, that's why I got Casey and Sunshine band. But needless to say, first I, you know first forty five I ever owned, Casey and Sunshine <laughs> band. Boy, I take Shake your booty. And you uh and you just I pro, just you I'm just pro sure black with all these white folks in your life in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you know, man, when you think about you know, I after looking at the movie that you, you get older mm-hmm. and listening to the music, I'm like, yeah, they couldn't have a brother out there dancing to these white folks well, singing. It was disco, you know, and and what they did was I think <laughs> was Sheik Sheik was left completely out of that. Correct. And weren't they the, like in Donna Summer? Weren't they like the biggest disco artist at the time? And mm. what was the other? It was another chick. I mean, uh, how do how do you leave? How do you leave Nile out of anything related to disco? So he, they had, he is yeah. disco. Yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. So they had Tavares on that album, more than a woman. Uh, wait, yeah. are you, wait, the no, Bee Gees didn't sing that on that BG's album. Bee Gees sang that song though. Oh well, it's listed as. And when I pull up the original movie soundtrack. Is saying Tavares. No, they did that song. What yeah, Bee Gees did that. Yeah, I don't right. think Tavares did that. I mean, it might be their song, but they didn't do it on okay. the soundtrack. Well, yeah, I see the Open Sesame with uh, Cool and the Gang, but I see the, uh, I don't see Donna Summer. I don't see, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How, you, you can't leave them out of no. But a lot of the songs on either. here that the Bee Gees did are songs that uh, many, many, many R&B artists have covered. And actually, uh, I've even uh, heard like BG's BG co- songs covered by like the Winans, Al Green. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, they they were pretty. Uh, they were an iconic group. So I'm not I'm not voting for Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's your that's well, your black. That's his, that's I, I don't know if it got man. nothing to do with that, but your blackness. Well, anyway. that, I mean, it's got so far. I see 17 songs on here, and I you know I don't know that all of them were like. Yeah, and I don't I don't remember listening in, in our memory. Yeah, I don't remember listening to the a only whole ones bunch I remember of. was just Staying Alive, How Deep Is Your Love, uh, More Than a Woman, Night Fever, and uh, Open Sesame. That's it. So. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. We're Let's not leave gonna, them We're not going to let them make it. Huh? Yeah. They, okay. They're off the list. All right. So, we got to put somebody Caucasian on this list now. No. <laughs> so, anyway, we don't, we don't have to. This is our show. This is not network TV. See, that's why I like getting them hyped up. So, Damn. here we go. So, I'm, I'm just going to throw out these names for, for thought and then we'll go back through them. All right. Uh, the Mac. Blackula, Lady Sings the Blues. Which that I, one for sure. Which I'm shocked that that one wasn't on your list. Yeah, that one for sure. Uh, Shaft, but that one was on on on, was on Sheldon's list. list. All right, Boomerang. Yeah, but I'm trying you know to remember what, a song uh, from Boomerang. I know there were songs because there were like Tony Braxton songs on. That was, I mean, when it that comes was on. when we were introduced to Tony Braxton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when it comes on, you know, that's my man on the bass. Marcus Miller. Oh, all yeah. Day, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. So Boomerang, uh, Waiting to Exhale. That was on Yeah, Monsters that was on my list, list yeah. Uh, above the Rim. The Bodyguard. The Best Man. Deep Cover. We were introduced to Snoop. Snoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mahogany, which oh. is another song I'm shocked yeah, that God. neither one of you had on your yeah, list. Yeah. But it wasn't on my list, but I'm shocked that it was on neither yeah, one of your lists. Yeah. Uh, soul food. Yeah, that was a that was a good, that was good soundtrack. That was one I struggled with that I couldn't put on my list that I didn't put on my list. I should say, which could probably replace New Jack City. Now that I'm thinking about it, is Sparkle. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Black Caesar. I don't know. Anything I don't know about anything about, about Black Caesar. Okay. <laughs> Another one I struggled with: How to Survive in South Central, a place where busting the cap is fundamental. <laughs> nope. Can't find the shit in a handbook, boys in the hood. Oh, man. Now, when that soundtrack came out, Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's I the, wait a minute. That's the song the that you, the song where she started out giving the tour. <laughs> and you <laughs> find out that life is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. She started out very yeah. genteel at the beginning. Yeah, and giving, yeah. This is a tour. And yeah. everything. Then at the end, she's just breaking it all over. That's she's it. Breaking shit down at the end. That is it. That is that is one of Q's finest okay. performances. Okay. Okay. Definitely Lady Sings the Blues for me. And definitely and just, uh, yeah, I, I get Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. All right. Then yeah. we got uh, Cadillac Records. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Man. That was a good now, one. now that, you know what? That's an iconic yeah. soundtrack. It, it was a lot of good it was a lot, a lot of, of good music, music in there, but you know, I'm I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking at the movie from an acting standpoint, <laughs> and that's not what this you is know, about. I know, I know, this I know. is about the music, <laughs> but so. but I was convinced that most Def was Chuck Berry. Yes, yeah, he, I he was, was convinced. He, was he, did it, he did it. He did. He did. And Columbus job. Short was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you didn't think Beyonce was when uh, he took them doughs off. <laughs> You, you you didn't think Beyonce was her girl. You you didn't think she was uh, I the only thing I the 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 line that I remember from Beyonce is why are you looking at me like I ain't got no panties. <laughs> <laughs> that was just such a hilarious line for me, and I was just kind of like, okay. But the uh, now that was a show. That was a story that needed to be told too. That that the cabinet absolutely that, that absolutely. was a story yeah, from yeah. you know a, a, especially for these people that's coming up today oh, yeah 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 in the absolutely. music industry yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah uh, the next one is Juice okay okay so uh, was there a Tupac song on it I'm th- I'm drawing a total blank with Juice I'm drawing a total I mean blank. all I remember is him DJing up at the club and running because he been getting killed and uh, I yeah. can't. I can't remember any songs. So, you know, I remember it being a good movie, but I can't really, uh, you know, walk away with any of the songs. That well, were. you know, um, Eric B and Rakim was on that album. Okay. Uh, Trigger Tretch, Naughty by Nature. Okay. Uh, is it good to you? Oh. Okay. Another New Jack Swing. Okay. okay. You know, we got we got more of that. Uh, that was a heavy D. Is it good to you? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah but. Uh, that, no, no, no. That was the song that's sung. It wasn't a rap. 
Oh, it was, okay. it was, it was, it was the actual R and B version of that song that's sampled by. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so where we are on our but, top ten? But so Juice, far. Juice, we can probably leave off. Okay. And then uh, I got a couple of more songs, a couple okay. of more album. I mean, a couple of more uh, movie titles. Yeah. I want to. Oh, okay, I just cool. want to bring out Ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ray. Uh, Crush Groove. Yeah. And one that I also struggled with. What's love got to do with it? Hmm. <laughs> Everybody got quiet on that one. You know, I really, really liked what's love got to do with it because of the music. Yeah. That that really played a role in that. The music, the music told, told the story. story. So I really, really liked that. But I don't, I don't go back to the what's love got to do with the soundtrack. And like, and I, I guess think, that's why. But I'm you like, know what? I think that's kind of like get on up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. like Cadillac. it's almost like a historical document. Like Cadillac it's an important, records. it's an important artifact mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you should that you should know about. Mm-hmm. But as far as okay, I'm gonna revisit this over and over again. Like I don't, that's not a, I don't go, I don't go years without listening to Purple Rain. Right. You know, it's like you just you, it's just part of. That's your, in your, your library landscape. that you yeah, just Yeah, it's gonna, just part of who we are. You're yeah. not going to not listen. You're not going to I mean, you might be feeling computer blue on your way to work one day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just so yeah. that's I guess, you know, we got to you know, when we talk about them, we got to talk about how they how we want them to be a part of the top 10. But I mean, what's love got to do with it? I wouldn't be mad. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad. Did I one. wait, did I skip one? Did I say Crush Groove? Yeah, you, you said, said Crush Groove. Okay, so I'm thinking about Sheila E. And she, I'm trying to complete and what's blank. Uh, 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 There's no reason to think anything past Sheila E. Though. <laughs> I mean, it was it was Sheila E. It okay, was like, she. Okay. It was Sheila well, what E. A, what else am I supposed to know about that movie? I don't about? care. Like, really, that's all I remember. I just, you know, <laughs> Sheila E. and uh, uh, the other actor. That's what what's his we name? Are. We all want to love uh, Oh, um. It wasn't Sheila E. Blair Underwood. Blair Underwood. That's Blair. all I remember from that movie is those two. Yeah. So, Lady Sings the Blues. We added that to the list. So, we ought to be at about 10. Okay, no, we're not at 10. So, all right. What did we add? We are really only at 7. So, here's where we are. Purple Rain. Okay. Under the Cherry Moon. Okay. School Days. Love Jones. Mo Better Blues. And we got to house party. I think that was the only other one that we unanimously agreed on. Mo Better Blues is you rethought Mo Better Blues. Oh yeah, we definitely. So we be got back to so that gives us six. Six. And then uh, I think did we did we did New Jack City? Uh, no, he we took, took it off because of Ice T. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> So then we go, but there was one before yeah, I, uh, New was, Jack City that we we talked about that we wanted. Did on we, the we, list. Did, we did. You said house party though, right? House party. House party. Oh, okay. that, that's okay. the sixth okay. one. Okay. So we had house party. Uh, Lady sings the blues. Lady yeah, sings the blues, blues makes seven. seven. Okay, all right. And so we still have to unanimously gr- agree on three more. Three more. Okay. Uh, I think. Well, I think Shaft is one that I mean that's another one of those historical. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm gonna. If, I mean, if I'm listening to old school radio and the theme from Shaft comes on, I'm gonna listen to it. Okay. So I don't know. You know, that's. You know what? Uh, this this has to be voted on because we have the original album in the building. Oh, Superfly! Superfly! Super oh, that was Superfly! Oh, Where's Curtis Mayfield? That's all I'm Shaft. thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, forgot. I forgot. Shaft right. is uh. 
so Isaac Hayes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So wait. All right. So what? What? We're gonna. We need to have. We need to add Shaft. So it's got to be some black. We need to add that. Would be the only. That would only be the black. Only. Only black exploitation film that we have. But Superfly. Shaft. Well, and then, and then, then well, if we do mention, Superfly. You did mention the Mac, uh, Willie Hutch. He, that we didn't put him on the list. Oh, okay. We just mentioned the movie. I, can, I can't right. really t- think of any songs from that one. I okay, know. and I think the only other one that we all kind of lit up around is Boomerang. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You know what? You you show right. Yeah, Boom, yeah. Boomerang. It does it for me. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean. Johnny it, Gill, yeah. Babyface, Babe. Tony Braxton, Marcus Miller. Marcus yeah. Miller. Yeah. 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 I mean, because Marcus Miller did the film score exactly, and he did add some songs to the to the album itself. Uh, I think Boomerang is an actual song, isn't it? No. The, Get right back. No. The, That's uh, when it comes on. No. The I know, but the 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 intro song mm-hmm. is an actual song that I think Raphael Sadiq recorded. Mm. Um, and and uh, your girl did that too. Uh, I can't never say her name. What's her name? Michelle what? Indigo Indigo Cello. Cello. There you go. Yeah, you better learn how to say her name. I cannot say her name. You better learn how to say her yeah, name. Yeah, that's like Sandra Bland up in here. Say her name. Say her name. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, um, you know what? I forgot. Keith Washington was on that sound. Actually, yeah, and the song. Aaron Hall. Yeah, the song is actually called Boomerang, yeah. featuring Raphael Sadiq. Uh-huh. So, oh, that, wait a minute, and that had uh, Tribe on it too. Yeah, high yeah. sex on the platter. high sex on the platter. Yep. Okay. Oh yeah, Boomerang. 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 Yeah, that's I think I think we got our ten. Okay. All right. So write them. Write. Who's writing them? You. <laughs> You saying them? I thought you was putting them in your notes over there. <laughs> okay, so let's let's go back. We got Purple Rain, Under the Cherry Moon, School Days, Love Jones, Mo Better Blues, House Party, Lady Sings the Blues, The Two Black Exploitations, Shaft, Shaft, Shaft and the Fly, Superfly, Superfly and uh, the Fly, Superfly and Boomerang. I like that list. That, that's that's, that's the Psycho Music Lyricology Top 10. Sound like a winner. Soundtrack. Top 10 soundtracks. All right. All right. Man, so, you got me with that one. All right. So, you know. Yeah, you got me <laughs> with that one. I was like, yeah, Boomerang, man. I watched that move out of the Ohio Yeah. I, I just want to <laughs> see uh, Halle Berry uh, doing the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> When she speaks in Chinese, that, that cracks me up every time. Okay, all right. Are we wrapping this up? We're going to wrap that up. Cool. All right, so you know. No, this was a good topic. I liked it because it made me kind of reminisce about, you know, because movie watching is kind of like, you know, that's a that's a good escape and everything, and the music is uh, always a good facilitator when you're trying to get into a movie. So that's very good subject. Very good. Very good all right. Yeah, man. So, uh. Hey, I know y'all got some closing thoughts. But y'all want to talk to the listeners and hype them up? Uh, you know, my closing thoughts would be, since we're talking about movies, uh, 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 James Baldwin movie is going to be adapted, or James, Bald- James Baldwin's book is going to be adapted into a movie uh, by Barry Jenkins and Bill Street could talk, so we got to look out for that. And uh, uh, Black Panther. Oh, yeah. Black yeah, Panther. Yeah. They just released... Uh, uh, some 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 uh, photos from the film, 
man, black excellence all over it. All over it. I think it'll be pretty excellent, good. Excellent topic, by the way. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it myself, you know. We know that uh, music is an integral part of the movie-going experience. And uh, uh, it, it, it very much lends um, some atmosphere to whatever you're watching, you know. Absolutely. So before there was dialogue in movies there was always a soundscape soundtrack mm-hmm. there was always music so music is a very big part of uh your experience and uh i had fun i had Me fun too. you know so uh the the funky thing about this show is is that i'm gonna go now watch movies and all i'm gonna be thinking about <laughs> is the music <laughs> for yeah, yeah. time yeah so i you know i just want to thank everyone for uh just listening to Psycho Music Lyricology, you know, grow with us, come with us on this journey. Uh, you can catch us on Podbean, iTunes, and SoundCloud as well. And uh, we can be contacted at Psycho Music Lyricology at gmail.com. We on Facebook too. And, uh, and we're going to get a Twitter page, but we're going to let Michael facilitate that for us. <laughs> and as always, follow Mike on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make your day go by faster. Right. <laughs> Say the name. <laughs> All right, we out.